0: To you are listening to Around Comics, episode 435. I'm live from New York Comic Con. It's New York Comic Con week. I'm here outside of the New York Comic Con. Unfortunately, my press passes got canceled or something. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. You went without me. I, I, went, with you went, I went without me. I did. I had to go. I just, uh, you know, I got, you know, it was, it's, it's, it is New York Comic Con weekend, though. It's already started. It like Today they start cons announcements. Start, cons start on Thursdays or Wednesdays. I think they start now. Yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like the NFL. It's every day. Every day is a con day.
1: I went to a comic con. Uh, I went to a comic convention. A comic uh, con- like like a like a, yeah, like like a two hotel
0: weeks. convention or like a it, no it garage. Was
1: the, it, it was at the Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. Oh, okay. It was. Uh, w- w- Wisconsin Comic Con next to the next
0: to the cow and pig. Uh...
1: It would be where, uh, yeah, livestock would be in the in the summer. Um, Lovely. Lovely, yeah, Hall B at the uh, Wisconsin uh, State
0: Fairgrounds. They you do could so. still. They do Yeah, uh, 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 I think Motor City Comic Con does uh, DuPage County Fairgrounds. Every mm-hmm. year I think they do it. I I've gone to it a couple of times. It's you know, it's a nice fun little show. There were
1: like ten creators there. Oh uh, Rich Rich Koslowski was one of them.
0: Well, he's a Wisconsin Mexican. guy,
1: isn't he? He lives in Menominee Falls. Yeah, and a- and so uh, The King is one of the books that I tend to like give away to people because I think it's a good gateway drug comic for a lot of folks. You know, you get an Elvis fan and yeah, you give them the King. And it's 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 awesome. It's an awesome uh, comic, and I and I told Rich that uh, I, I walked up to him. It's like Mr. Kozlowski. and and he looked at me for a second, and I was just like, oh yeah, Chris from Windy City Comic Con. He's like, oh my god. And so we went into all of that, and then I was just like, yeah, I buy the king every time I see you because I always give it away. And he's like, uh, don't give this one away because I have eight copies left. Oh wow, he's and kidding. like that is apparently. The supply.
0: Well, I mean, that was uh, (laughs) when did I mean? Good Lord, that was a long time ago. When I remember, two thousand five or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, actually, I think I the book I that I found him in was Three Fingers. Somebody had somebody had recommended Three Fingers which is and, awesome, which is awesome. And then, yeah. and then he did the King, but that was years ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's funny. He's got, eight li- I have my copy somewhere around here. I don't know. Yeah. where. It's well, but, keep hold of it. Yeah. I can't get, yeah. The, yeah. There's no uh, more. You're yeah, not getting any more.
1: He's got a, uh, he's yeah. It was like, okay. I thought about buying two, but uh, and they were half off. I should have bought two. Uh, he's <laughs> got a new book coming out from top shelf. It's a baseball book. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, go to Top Shelf Comics and look up Rich Kozlowski's work, which is always good. And I'm thrilled that he's got a
0: new book coming out. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you you mentioned him. I for some reason I was just thinking about him, and I don't know why.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, something it's came kism- up. Something-
1: it's kismet.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> serendipitous. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I, don't, I can't remember what it was, but there was yeah. something.
1: He's a great cartoonist,
0: man. That that came up, and uh, and for some reason, I was like, "Oh yeah, three fingers and the king." And yeah, uh, for the longest time, I think I had the copy of the king in my bathroom, <laughs> and I would, which I felt. Show, was... show, show the tattoo, by the way. You gotta oh, show the, the tattoo. Like, you know, I gotta.
1: So so it 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 is it is B C T, which stands for Brian, Chris, <laughs> and Tom.
0: No, no it's T C B. Taking care of business, baby. No, it's Brian, Chris, and Tom. Well, you it can, can be either me. way. However, you want to interpret. You told me it was about around comics. Well, it's a little bit of both. But I did get it in Memphis uh, at the tattoo parlor owned by the bassist from Lucero, from Lucero. <laughs> Bluff City Tattoo, which is yeah. an awesome little tattoo parlor. But I yeah, I went to Memphis and um, mm-hmm. went to Sun Records, and then you know I, I've always been a Johnny Cash and an Elvis fan, and that whole the million dollar quartet just that whole thing and sun records and and so i had to go and visit and then um held johnny cash's guitar and elvis's microphone and all that cool stuff but then right around the corner corner is bluff city tattoo and so i went in there and and got a little uh, little tattoo of uh, the king man a little, little tcb but yes it does it is tcb it is funny how it is tcb tom chris bryan it is, is-
1: we're taking care of business, taking
0: care of business, baby. That's right. Uh, you
1: know, who else is a huge Lucero fan? Actually, randomly uh, sent me a text about that yesterday. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Zach Krusey.
0: Oh, oh, there, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: he's he's a huge uh, he's actually a big Ben Nichols fan who. Ben Nichols is the lead singer and uh, probably primary songwriter for uh, Lucero. He did uh, a solo album based on uh, Blood Meridian, which oh, Zach is really? a big fan of. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Zach
0: seems to like anything that is sort of dense. Yeah, um, of difficult. course he's a McCarthy fan, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he likes he likes anything you know like. Hard oh, to get
1: if, through. Yeah, if you can, if you can take out a chisel and hammer yeah. and try yeah. and get through bedrock to have some sort of payoff, that is that is Zach's literary. Yeah.
0: Go well, ahead. the funny thing with the Lucero thing, I had no idea who Lucero was. They're they're a little yeah. bit. I remember you call, you
1: like called me and you're like, yeah, I got a. Well, I knew here. I figured, and I told him, so oh, I got a buddy. I know he knows you.
0: Yeah, it's exactly what I told you. Cuz it was funny cuz he I'm, I'm sitting there in the tattoo parlor and I'm waiting for the tattoo artist to finish s- this lady's tattoo and there's this guy that's just hanging out there and he's this big bald dude with just covered in tattoos Lam- you know,
1: and lamb chops. Lamb chops, right? you
0: know, interesting guy and we start talking real nice guy and and uh you know, turns out he's part owner owner of the tattoo parlor but he's not a yep. tattoo artist and I'm like, "You know, what do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I'm a musician. I'm like, oh, and I'm thinking, oh, it's Memphis. He plays locally in Memphis. So he's yeah. like, oh no, no, I've toured all over uh, my band. But and then he told me the name of the band. I'm like, I, I, I don't know your band. I'm sorry, but it sounds like a band my buddy would fucking love. I just know, oh. I just knew that it was your type of band. I could just fucking yeah. tell. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a fun experience getting to know the guy. But um, yeah. yeah, and there's actually comic book tie-ins to this
1: to Lucero. Oh, absolutely! Oh. Um, uh, they uh uh thirteen seventy two Overton Park is a record that they did, uh, and it has a, uh, a song on it called Maggie and the Mechanics.
0: Ah, there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. So,
1: so Ben Nichols is a big. Love, Love and Rock. Rockets fan, and they actually had a Love and Rockets song on one of their records.
0: Speaking of Love and Rockets, I just saw that Jamie, I think it was Jamie Hernandez, posted. Jaime. A, Jaime, sorry. God, come on. Jamie. It's Jamie. Appropriate uh, much? Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> he posted that um, there's a documentary, Love and Rockets documentary on PBS that just came oh. out. Um Really? Yeah, that's what I just saw the post today on wow. um, on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, interestingly enough, uh, another serendipitous moment. Yeah, Love and Rockets season 13. I don't know what that, wait a minute, what? Season 13, episode one. Artbound, Love and Rockets. Um, oh, okay, so it's, it's, the show is called Artbound. Season thirteen, episode one is about Love and Rockets, so it's a it looks like an hour long, um, nice. uh, show on on PBS, and there's some extras there about uh, Love and Rockets. So there you go, yeah. I
1: will devour all of it, yeah, um, yeah, because they're all awesome. The uh, um, all of the Hernandez brothers are fantastic.
0: Uh, speaking of Zach Kruse, um, we were supposed to have on today a guest, uh, um, our buddy Braxton. Harrison was going to join us to He talk got about- Ian. He got Ian. <laughs> he got bumped. He, we had to bump him. You know, no, uh, no, he got Ian. <laughs> right? I, I suppose so. Yeah, he got he lost power, so he yeah yeah,
1: yeah because the hurricane Ian.
0: I don't know if it was Hurricane Ian or not. Oh. but he had no. He was having trees oh. taken down in his. Like the village. Oh, it's Tiki a stupid trees. reason. Yeah, it wasn't. I was, it wasn't I was like trying a natural to give them disaster. covered by a hurricane, man. No, 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 no. It wasn't a natural disaster. I was wondering. I'm like, who the fuck is Ian? I I, I just kind of. Oh, yeah, oh yeah.
1: my parents who live in Fort Myers are fine, by the way. Thanks for asking. Oh, that's good. I didn't know they lived in. Fort Myers.
0: My <laughs> wife, who is in Orlando, is great. Thanks for asking.
1: I didn't. You, you oh, what? oh, how oh, would oh I you know, didn't
0: know? How Wait, would you I know? You didn't know my wife was in? How would I
1: know? My parents live in florida how would they, i know that how would i know that you're that you're they never
0: uh they never invited me down the bastards so
1: all you got to do is ask
0: sal my uncle who lives in tampa uh died um now he two days because, ago uh, yesterday actually he died because of the hurricane no he di- he died of other causes oh. but but i just I'm thought sorry. it was kind of crazy i'm sorry yeah yeah no uh yeah, yeah. um but, yeah, it was uh, – anyway, speaking of, of Braxton
1: – Nick, Nick, it's because he doesn't read comics.
0: No, I hate comic books, Nick. Uh, comic books are dumb. I wish we would stop talking, talking about them.
1: The, 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 the comment section. The comments section, so, yeah. Nick, Nick Wings- asked like, why don't you have comics behind
0: you? My comics are to the side of me. They're in peripheral view. Not not. Yeah. I'm not an egomaniac where I need to show my comic book collection. Do you my- yeah, need me to change the camera angle? <laughs> no. My I can comic, change I have- the I can change the angle. I have comics here. I have a whole I have a I have shelves that yeah. I had to build to hold all my comics. By, by the way, I Nick
1: Sal still loves comics, and I know this because he read Gotham Year One.
0: I did, but there was a selfish reason behind it. Because I, I told Tom King to write me into it as a corrupt police officer, and I, right. I wanted and I didn't think he would, but I I wanted to see if he if he would and he didn't. At least not issue one, the bastard Everything we've done, yeah. you know, all the Everything we've done for you, King. Everything we've done for you, King. You know, if no, Well, I mean, go- we
1: did kind of start Phil Hester's career as well.
0: <laughs> Phil, yeah, that is the book. I mean, it's Phil and is Tom. This-
1: I love it. I love Andy. I love Andy. Parks.
0: Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh my You're God! still
1: looked better than this. It is so good. It, it had so a, good. a
0: Mignola. It had a Mignola. like
1: it's so good, right? And I think a lot of it. Andy's is... been
0: holding Phil down for decades. We didn't no, know. No,
1: man. I I think a lot of it's Jordy Belair. I thought the coloring on this book was fucking sublime.
0: Sublime. Um, Nick, I I I have Alex Ross. Fantastic Four, but no, I haven't. It's uh, it's really colorful and like it's kind of annoying looking. I don't know. It's I, I haven't gotten. I to like it. I enjoyed it. I don't really read much. Uh, I like movies. I like. Uh, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to, you know. The, 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 the,
1: the Fantastic Four full, full circle is nice. <laughs> let's talk about Let's talk about Gotham Year One.
0: Let's talk about. It's actually,
1: Gotham City year sure.
0: 1 Since Tom's not here he's coming he said he was coming He said he was Uh yeah Gotham City uh year 1 Tom King Phil Hester um it's it's like night it's like the 1960s Gotham it's supposed to be pre Batman Yeah um, I mean but
1: it yeah it even has like an earlier feel than it feels 1940s doesn't it?
0: it? Almost like I almost like I would say, yeah, you know, very noir. I mean, it's it's a it's a private detective story. It's Slam Bradley, Sam Bradley, the you know, the character Slam Bradley. Yeah. Is, I mean, is this is painful. not a Batman
1: story, it's a Slam
0: Bradley story. Well, for now, I mean it may yeah. be, you know, maybe that may change. But yeah, it's it's a straight yeah. up detective noir story, which is so good. Yeah, excellent. And um it's it's supposed to sort of tell us the you know, a different origin of, uh, Batman. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's sort of like things that happened before Batman, uh, ever came around. I I will say going back to the art, what we were talking about, there was a page in it. When I saw it, I was like, Mm -hmm. I should call Phil (laughs) and see how much he will sell that page to me for. And and because it really was. There's uh, a couple of them in here. Yeah, there was a couple, but there was one in particular that I got to, and I was just like, "Oh, I really." And I'm sure it's already sold, or somebody, you know, somebody's already bought it. But, um, yeah, it it looks phenomenal. It's as good as like as you said. It's as good. the 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 inker on it, who is not. Who um, is not Andy, and Andy's okay
1: with that. <laughs> Andy's Andy's doing yeah, other and, things. And, and, Andy's a professional writer now. He's
0: a fucking writer now, you know. I, you, <laughs> Goddamn. You, you know, uh, Eric, fucking, Eric Gapster. What is it with artists wanting to be writers? Like It's not good enough that you're a he fucking artist? He was just artist? tired of people calling him a tracer. Eric Gapster. Gapstor, Gap Gapster? I don't know how you, and you know know we, a, need we, need, we need to call
1: Phil and have him on. Sure, can you can talk,
0: talk to me. Phil. Well, he's a yeah, sure. Um, uh, but it's a very uh, it fits Phil's art style very well. So, um, it's it's a it has an inkiness to it, it has a yeah. uh, a, a black and it works for the story very well, too, because it has a very um, black and white noir, you know, almost. Yeah. Uh, um.
1: It works. It works like Darwin Cook works in this era because it's just like that beautiful economy of line and use of mm-hmm. of light and dark. It's yeah. It's Phil was kind of made to to draw noir stories, right?
0: Yeah, and he's kind of been stuck drawing super superhero stories, unfortunately, for so long. It's uh, it, it, but he's it's, good
1: at that too. No, he but, is. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but but it's yeah.
0: like this, you know, at, especially at this point in his career, I think it just it works so well for him. Yeah. Um, now I kind of want to see him work with Ed Brubaker on on more stuff because didn't he, didn't he work with Ed on something mm. Batman or did he do Batman with Ed or maybe?
1: I, I mean, Phil has been, he's, he's done everything,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's, yeah. I, I, have once again, serendipitous. I was just going through some of my old sketchbooks from conventions and I ran across <laughs> the infamous, Phil Hester bathroom. Sketch, oh, the
1: bathroom sketch.
0: The, the greatest con sketch of all time. Um, yeah. I, I, so, once again, a little serendipity yeah. uh, in, in things coming back around. I, I think it's. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, F-
1: Phil's the kind of like the comics junkie that, that is so perfect because he doesn't just. He isn't just one of the best artists working in comics. He's also a really good comic writer. And probably,
0: he, He's probably a serial killer. He's probably got oh, some yeah. dark oh, secret or something sure. yeah. horrible about him. He can't be yeah. that nice of a guy. Oh, there
1: was a, there was a pact.
0: He kicked dogs. The devil. I heard he kicks yeah. dogs. Oh, when yeah. people aren't looking and old
1: people. I'm sure. He always struck me as a very unkind person every time we talk him. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, but the thing about Phil is that Phil's a great writer as well and he sees like talent out there. And he's like, Hey, you're a really good artist. And I let's do something together. Um, You know, he's done that with multiple artists that have, that have, you know, kind of had their launching point for him. One of my favorite con memories was I just, you know, randomly was you know walking by saw phil and andy and came behind the table and was just um joking around with them and a kid came so you know i say kid probably a, like a 19 or 20 year old uh art student comes up he was a student at the kubert school Curb- kubert school and uh Ku- that's hard to say, Uh, and Phil did a portfolio review and I was able to kind of like hang out in the background and see Phil kind of critique and go through this kid's portfolio. And it was amazing because he was, he was constructively critical and talked about what the the young man needed to work on but he was like totally like uplifting and reassuring the entire time he's like yeah it's like you know you have great instructors they're gonna teach you you know about this but this is something you need to work on and 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 do this but this looks really great he was like the best critique and review you could ever ask for it was like you know people he talk had, like he historically about like toth he didn't like fillet the kid open and it was right,
0: like uh Neil Adams or uh, uh Toth, uh, yeah, Toth right. Was sort of like famously just he would just barbecue artists and just Ugh. you know completely murder them, uh, yeah. through you know, and he seemed to love to do it. I remember uh Nick mentioned Michael Avon the Oming. Um, oh, stop, stop throwing your your prayer mat
1: to uh bruce tim down. yeah
0: yeah uh, but um you know he said he he offered at one point when i was talking to him at one time he's like oh you should you should write alex toth i'm like what he's like yeah i'll give you his address just write him he'll write you back he'll oh, he, yeah he'll, he'll, he's happy to do it he'll be brutal i mean he's <laughs> not gonna hold back, you know, but if you send him stuff he'll fucking he'll he'll reply and he will fucking just dis- and i never did and i And I really wish I would have, you know, I mean, I'm sure he would have destroyed anything I would have sent him because my stuff is garbage, you know, but just to have a letter from Alex Toth at this point. A handwritten letter of Alex
1: Toth destroying your art. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nick. Yes. We're going to talk She-Hulk. Calm down. Um, She-Hulk. It's it's happening. Um, Yeah. I was actually looking through my Toth books the other day. Those are great art books. It's a great
0: series. He's terrific. He's terrific. Terrific. But then back to Gotham, year one, oh, Gotham city yes. year one. I, I just wanted to kind of give a brief. So it's, it's, it's a story about uh, the kidnapping of Helen Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, who is the sister of Thomas Wayne. So yes. that's how far back we are. Yeah. Um, it's Gotham city year one. Yeah. And and we're dealing with uh, Bruce's grandparents. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out um, who are still rich and famous, and the mother looks very much like Jackie O. Um, oh, and, yeah, uh, for sure. Speaking of, did you happen to? Did anyone happen to watch Blonde? Uh, I've not yet. I'm oh. just
1: fascinated oh. because that is the lead actress from um, uh, the the knives the.
0: Yeah, Knives Out,
1: Knives Out. It's yeah, Marta. Yeah. It's Marta. Yeah, she's which is my wife. Yeah, yeah, she plays Meryl Monroe in in Blonde. Um, yeah. If you follow Richard Starkings on Twitter or uh, uh, Facebook, uh, he's pretty enamored with her.
0: Anna Diana De- 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 Yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's she's a very lovely looking lady. <laughs> yes. Um, but she's excellent in this. Uh, I know it's a very controversial movie, but. Um, uh i think it's did you like it i think it's my favorite movie of the year i think it's the best film that i think it's the best film that i've seen all year and people are really completely torn it apart um and i can understand to some degree why like it is not a um it this isn't like your classic biopic you know this isn't like a feel-good kind of thing this is a it's based on a book. Um, by a woman, uh, I can't mm-hmm. think of her name. Oats, something. Oates? Uh, Carol
1: Joyce Oats. Yes,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, there. I mean, she's. Did she she's won a Pul- Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, she's yeah,
1: a uh, Prize. And- is she Team Rivals? I'm probably. If I I'm wrong on probably, that, people are going to slay it, me.
0: Uh, um, uh, but um, it's based on her book, which is a fictional account of Meryl Monroe's life. It's it's fictional. Oh, that's
1: that's Doris Kern's good one. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I I didn't think it was sorry, story.
1: sorry, my bad. It's
0: but um yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but because you know they but it I think it is my favorite movie of the year. It's easily the most interesting film that I've watched really? all year. Yeah, it's this it's, is shocking. And I had no interest in watching it until a friend of mine told me that there was like a bunch of controversy about it. Because yeah. people are very upset that they didn't oh, like you are a moth to the flame.
1: Yeah, controversial friends. Yeah.
0: And, uh, but no, I think it's, I think it's the best. Well, it is certainly the most interesting film that I've watched all year. Is it a good film? To me, it's an extremely well done film. It's an extremely craft, craft, artistic film. But it is, I can, like, I would, my wife would not watch this movie. She would have no interest in this film. Um, Because I can see why a lot of people would not be interested in it because it's, it's, It's very artistic. It's very odd. It's not a straightforward Mm. film. It's not like, you know, you're not watching um, uh, Ray. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like this sort of like feel good story about Marilyn Monroe. It's not
1: a straight up biopic.
0: No, not at all. It's a very odd film. It's very weird. It's paced weird. But it's also, I think, like magnificently done. It's brilliant. And uh, okay. I, I've been thinking about it since I watched it like four days ago. Like, I. Oh, I God damn you. Yeah. Cause I was like, okay, everything i had heard
1: is like, this movie is a train wreck.
0: Um, I, yeah, people are idiots and don't understand like the difference. Like, people can't accept like metaphor in a movie about <laughs> someone's life. Like, people don't. Okay. Okay. People are morons. Okay. But once yeah. again, I understand like this isn't for, this isn't a movie for like everyone. It's not a, it's not, it wasn't made to be like a, mainstream film it's it's a it, it's a weird it's a weird movie it's a very artsy kind of <laughs> movie but it's also like it's a movie that like people don't make this kind of movie anymore okay like, we don't get I'm, this type of movie i'm in and yeah it's 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 re- i thought it was really interesting
1: you know but, i made a a huge entertainment mistake earlier this year Uh oh huge i watched two episodes of a show that i knew was pretty good and then I stopped watching it and welcome and to Wrexham. No, 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 which I enjoy. And there is uh, the last welcome to Wrexham episode is really good. Um, I really like the one about the hooligans. Um, very interesting. I didn't know that much about hooligans. Um, no, um, I've been binge watching reservation dogs. Oh,
0: yeah. Great show. Great I mean show.
1: no not great like fucking like here like
0: top well, the first, level The first season is phenomenal. Yeah. The second season I don't think is as good. Uh it's it's still good. It's but I don't think it's as good. It's a little uh it meanders quite a bit in the second it, season. But
1: that's kind of the beauty of it is that it does meander. I just watched the uh the big episode. This is uh this is where the plot thickens where he accidentally uh, trips on LSD.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between big and and uh, the go- like the ghost Indian guy, the spirit, you know oh the spirit guy. Oh he's spirit so guy's great. amazing. He's so fantastic. Right. Uh, just hilarious. <laughs> and, and yeah.
1: I <laughs> yeah, got a it's new really- client on the other side of town.
0: It's a it's an amazingly done show. I mean, it's it's super well written and well acted, yeah. and yeah, it's it's a great show.
1: I described it as good uh, uh, Watiti.
0: It's good so, Watiti,
1: yeah. It's, it's good. good Watiti,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, no, Joe Galuzic. It's not Eraserhead. I believe it's not. No, blonde blonde is not quite that out there. It has. <laughs> I mean, it has a story you can follow and and makes sense. It's just yeah. the way it, it's not it's it's not like i said it's not ray you're not watching uh walk the line or you know yeah. what i mean like you're not it's yeah. just you're not it's it's not a straight picture it's it's the doors the you know I mean? name yeah yeah um and i get it it's not going to be for everybody like not everybody's going to like this film but there was a lot of current controversy about it because of uh the way that they treated Marilyn monroe and and how they fictionalized it but it it, people it's like this isn't a story this isn't Marilyn monroe's story it's a, it's a metaphor about like fame and america and that's why it's interesting as a film but i can see like people that are big fans of Marilyn monroe would would be kind of pissy about it yeah anyway, oh there's tom yes don't have kids don't
2: have kids don't have kids uh,
0: kids now I can finally put this up I, I've been, been we we've been, we've been naked. Tom
1: you miss you missed so much we talked about uh Gotham City year one which we agree is pretty dope, um, dope. we were talking about um, reservation dogs uh, we were talking about blonde which Tom or which Sal has already declared uh his picture of the year yeah well, Tom's gone
0: he left he heard that and he's gone he's very upset. No, Is I'm it here. Hurricane
1: Ian? I'm here. Is it Hurricane Ian? In,
0: in, I don't know in suburban Chicago? Give me one second. Oak, oh, Oak boy. Tom's having troubles. Give me but uh, oh. She Hulk. We didn't talk about She Hulk. Um, which, first of all, I want to say if you're watching She Hulk and like, you claim to be a She Hulk fan and you mm. don't like this show. You're a You've fucking. You've never read She Hulk. You're a liar. You're You've a fucking You've never lying. read She Hulk. Like, it's, you know, I was never. Yeah. It's the perfect combination to me of a superhero movie and Allie McBeal. Like, it is, it is, and I don't like Oh my like, God, you just fucking nailed it. It's, 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 it is, it is a great, not only is it a fun superhero story set in the Marvel Universe, but it's really a extremely well done, like yeah. woman's, like quippy, romantic comedy sitcom, yeah. Yeah. like very funny and entertaining. And uh, I was all in for um, uh, Matt Murdock when I saw Daredevil and Matt Murdock pop on the, pop on the screen this week. I was just giddy yeah. like a child to see. Uh, a, a, him play uh daredevil again uh I was more, more...
1: About por... I was more giddy about porcupine
0: porky did you see leapfrog did you see the... have you watched the today uh yesterday or wait no I... I
1: haven't watched this week's oh daredevil. god
0: i'm sorry i'm spoiling it for you my bad my... no
1: i knew daredevil was coming yeah so is today thursday
0: today is thursday Would oh you... i have not
1: watched this week's yeah. i just watched last week's so yeah. I'm just up to like my porcupine love. Oh, that was
0: a great episode, too. But it's a great episode. We need episode. to pause, <laughs> and we'll
1: go watch it and come back.
0: It's a super fun, entertaining show. Uh, and the guy who plays uh, the fashion, the guy who makes her couch, Oh, he's great. He was in um, The Flight Attendant. Uh, yes. And uh, I, I will declare him my favorite gay actor of all time, I think. Other than Rock uh, Hudson. Other than Rock Hudson. Other than Rock Hudson. Okay. Uh, no, he's he's uh, he's awesome. He's he's a uh, great uh, you know uh, actor, and I, I really like watching him. He's he's really funny. And he's That's great in the play. Such a bold declaration. To me. I, I I'm full of him tonight, Tom. I'm full of bold declarations. It's just like, he,
1: yes. he, people are, are tired of me and Tom, or me, tired of me and Sal talking. Tom, how
2: are you? Oh. Oh, uh, you know yeah. I have kids they don't respect my schedule, <laughs> you know they freak out, you know, I'm great, I'm great. I've just been reading Akira, and uh, yeah. is that uh, a I new Bucks
1: hat? Is that a new bucks hat?
2: No, it's not it's it's a hat that says more parks, less parking. oh, yeah. you very
1: nineteen sixties of you,
2: <laughs> you fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking hippies.
2: I got this I got this as a gift. And it's a nice hat. It's like mm-hmm. a high quality yeah. quite comfortable hat.
1: Nice. I'm um, gonna go grab I'm gonna go grab my Akira volume wait. one. And so good go for it, Tom.
2: Yeah, so I've just been reading that and I finally finished uh Doom Patrol <laughs> after like a year of like uh, waiting I was time. on a f- Yeah, well just like you know with having little kids, I like I can't, I can't watch anything. I'm so exhausted. Like I, that's, I like Reservation Docs because it's like part of why I choose things to watch is based on how long the episodes are.
0: Because <laughs> I'm like
2: realistic about like if it's nine, if it's like nine, if it's ten o'clock, it's like I'm gonna be honest. Like a 50 minute episode of Doom Patrol, I'm like I'm going to fall asleep. It's just like <laughs> a question of like, it doesn't matter if I like it or not. That's not the criteria. That's not the reason I'm falling asleep. I'm just like a tired dad of, of little kids. And uh, so I really enjoy re- uh, Reservation Dogs because oh, I know like it's a, re- yeah. it is of a length of time that I'm like, I can watch this whole thing without falling asleep.
1: Who Who's, your, was, who's, who's your favorite character
2: on Reservation Dogs? I, I, I'm not ready to make that choice yet.
1: <laughs> I'm 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 holding a gun to your head.
2: Who is your favorite now, character? I don't do this. No, I'm not doing this. No. But but can, don't we read, this. can
1: we I agree? Can we agree that we should all be I'm cheese? We need to all be cheese. I'm not gonna let you, know. you talk
2: me into you know, answering. You, answer answer answering the question, this. Tom. <laughs> I'm not going to. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. I'm a Willie Jack man. What uh you know, so ever,
0: ever- Ever since you brought up the, uh, the fact that you sort of fall asleep to old episodes of Star Trek Next Generation, yeah. I kept thinking, like, <laughs> I need a show that I can put on at night that's not too long, that I can watch yeah. to the end and then fall, like, r- right asleep. Like, maybe, maybe yeah. I missed the last yeah. couple yeah, minutes. does I mean, it's
2: matter. like, whatever. It's okay. and like, like, no, Columbo I finally found it. Monk, I finally found uh, uh,
0: the Larry Sanders show. Which I love. Um, I've I've watched yeah. it. I've watched all six. Yeah, so seasons, then it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. if you miss the end. You're <laughs> yeah, just exactly. Like, oh, okay. I, I've seen them all multiple times, and I, I love the show. But if I if I fall asleep during it, I'm okay. But most of the time, I I'm able to stay up because it's so funny. Still, and yet it's only like thirty minutes, so which is great.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like. Uh, when you're watching like dune patrol and you fall asleep it's like oh i have to go back and watch like the last 10 minutes or like we or the worst part is is when you're spending as much time like when exactly did i fall asleep in this episode you know like
0: well i'm not in and out of
2: yeah yeah and it's like i already uh, my, cat i just had to switch cameras but it's always like wait did i see this part or did i did i wake up
0: did I dream this part?
2: that is a
1: Game of Thrones or Rings of Power problem I have, mm-hmm. and also sometimes Rings of Power crossing with uh, uh, the, the the House of the Dragon, where I'm starting to get plot lines like mixing
2: up. I mean I'm sure someone's done the game where they just ask normal people what show pictures are from and no one can guess between the two of them. It's just like people Is this from one
0: has dragons? One doesn't. (laughs) They both have dragons. That's got Doctor Who Was there Dragons? uh, There'll be dragons. Wait, Doctor Who's not an elf? That's weird. What? I don't
2: understand.
0: So, what brought on uh, wanting to read? Is this the first time you've ever read Akira?
2: Or it's the heard? first time I read the the manga. Like I, uh, or I mean, at some point maybe I had like read a piece of it or whatever, and like uh, I was I was just perusing uh, my li- local library's shelves uh, uh, when I brought my son to the library, and they have a big manga graphic novels comic section. I was like, oh, I've never actually read this. So I picked it up. And uh so I'm just about through that first that first book. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is kind of cool. Like it always takes me a little bit when I read like when I read manga, I always have that thing where like I at first I'm just like, what's happening? I don't understand you know, because the style of storytelling is so like kinetic.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's so like um so uh dynamic like the, there's the, always a lot know, of emotions with, yeah and it's like i gotta reset my brain to like calibrate to like okay this is like what because at first i'm always like i don't know if i like this and then once like i slowly like get into it and that's stuff's not like throwing me anymore i'm like oh this is awesome like yeah this uh futuristic uh, tokyo looks like sick as hell and like uh everyone's a bad guy and I don't know like is are there any good guys and uh but it still looks like manga so it has like the people like ah you know like it's just it's just a lot like, of
1: a lot of action lines
2: oh my god yeah, yeah. Rest of action lines some cool fight scenes and just like you know creepy kids that look like old people it's awesome just mo- like, awesome
1: motorcycles
2: Yes, it's just like a such a crazy mix of things, like all kind of jammed together in an interesting way, and like it, the story's super kinetic, and everything moves real fast. But re- at the same time, it's really drawn out, you know, in a in a way like you know, the story takes place over like a bunch of you know, um, uh, and there's like so it's big, like there's like yeah. big
0: gaps too, like in time, yeah. right? If, you know, yeah. Like, yeah which is interesting um, it's an
1: epic story
0: did you it's ever read big, speaking big of goddamn story it, it was literally an epic comic book um mm-hmm. it came out on in epic comics uh the english version oh that's right uh, the you know was the color did,
1: did they colorize it
0: uh i believe so yeah, yeah. i believe that yeah yeah uh relatively yeah, they, well done uh, colorized version of, I think, but yeah. Um, yeah, was that I remember the epic, the epic. The, I think that was my first um, yeah. introduction to it. Was that
1: it's hard because it's manga and story flow goes the other way, and so when it gets put into an American edition, it's sometimes the the panels don't work like they should. Um, but that's, I mean, that's reading Japanese comics. Yeah, right I don't,
0: I don't remember like. Yeah, because they, they did all English. Um... All English,
1: and they flipped the order of the pages.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird English. to think about English.
1: now. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like Lone Wolf, Lone, Lone Wolf and Cub kind of does the same thing, right? Even though those page layouts right. are, are more simple than this, so it, you don't notice it as much. Mm-hmm. But so, Tom, you're we both, you know, I'm going through it. I bought that big giant hardcover 35th anniversary set, which presents it as manga with an English translation. So you, you are reading back to front. Um, How do you feel like it moves in the flow of the comic?
2: Oh, I, I I mean like most of my initial discomforts just from like not being used to manga style action and sort of like the,
0: the way the story
2: is told is very like foot on the gas. Like we're not gonna like. To, to its credit, I think it's actually pretty fun to like not have everything explained. It it feel it feels kind of silver age, right? I mean, a little bit, but it also has like um, it has like a, a very 80s dystopia, like the Japanese version of that, of like this future that's messed up and everything kind of sucks. And like, even like the heroes kind of aren't like that heroic. And, you know, like it's, it takes a while to like, sort of like pull up the threads of what's actually happening for a book that feels like the foot is on the gas the whole time. You're like also yeah. like actually I kind of don't know totally what's happening. <laughs> what's <laughs> happening? I haven't gotten you know. There's not big explanatory panels like in a, a superhero comic yeah. that's like laying out the action. And it's not like a bunch of like the way I'm going to tell this story is like we're doing the thoughts of the person. So you're like got eight million like thought boxes like laid out like it's told but, but, in such a but different amazing. way from that.
1: Yeah, but amazingly, it it is able to world build almost through the art more than through the exposition, right? Yeah. I mean, well, you I get mean, a I, feel I, for Neo Tokyo.
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely has a look to it. And like, there's always something happening, right? So, like, there's a motorcycle chase, and then there's a fight, and then there's the reveal of, like, a creepy kid that looks like an old man and then there's like a bunch <laughs> of other kids that look like old people and like but you don't there's always just like a little breadcrumb like like some weird thing to drop in that's like oh okay like what is this about you know and it's uh and then just drop it in enough for you to keep following along uh, as opposed to like giving you it, it, yeah. what it's not like an elevator pitch for a movie no, you know, it's not like the, like two sentence, like, this is what this story is. It's like daredevil. But if he was Superman, you know, like the sort of, but like it, but it's still, a ser- of it's still
1: a serial it. where they are yeah. like teasing you to, to go on to the next volume. Right. Yeah.
2: It's, it's just like, it's just very different in a cool way. I've been very into like, I'm going to grab the next volume. As I'm flying through
0: it. So a little uh Wikipedia history uh on the on the book. Um so Archie Goodwin actually is who approached uh um Katsuhiro Atomo uh after he saw the anime. Was,
1: was Archie the he was the EIC of Epic, right? Uh
0: at that time probably. Probably, but he was, right? Yeah. Um and uh he wanted after he saw the anime, the, the 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 movie of Akira. He wanted to publish it uh, oh, in America. Oh, that's and interesting. Um, I guess he had been Otomo had been uh, offered from various companies to publish it in in English, and he chose Archie because uh, Archie was friend, close friends with some French artists that uh, o- Otomo really liked. <laughs> so that was, but then. Yeah, yeah. Of so course the,
1: because, I mean, like, historically, not to deviate too much, Archie Goodwin, we, I mean, we've talked to a lot of, like, old-school comic book creators, and if you ask them, like, who their favorite person to work with was, it's almost universally Archie Goodwin. Archie, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't think anyone has ever said anything bad about
0: Archie Goodwin. So the coloring... um was done by a gentleman named uh what was his name shit I lost Steve Oliff um who was an artist mm. Steve yeah. Oliff and he was handpicked by uh Otomo and um he actually worked alongside him for about a week uh Otomo would give him like colored version samples he did with in marker um oh, nice and then after about five or six issues he was like, he's good. He 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 he'll just do the rest. And so the coloring was approved by, uh, the original you know creator of of the book and everything. So yeah, it is really well colored. I mean, it's 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 not like a hack job of color. You know, yeah. it, it was done with care. I mean, I think everyone involved, Archie and and everyone else, you know, l- did it with you know reverence. That's uh,
1: amazing. But, and if you think back, it was like 1980s, right? And 88, 80s. Yeah. 80s And so, I
0: mean,
1: comic books books are very much uh, an American um, invention, right? But for them to have that reverence for a Japanese comics creator kind of shows you the love of the medium, which is, it's cool that they would be like, no, this needs to be handled with care because this is a great comic creation.
0: Right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, at, at that same time, you know, it's like you said, Lone Wolf and Cub. That was something Frank Miller sort of yeah. pushed to have. You know, I think he made mm-hmm. that happen, and you had mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, influence by Japanese manga at that time. It was kind of an awakening
1: of Japanese comics in the U.S. in the that early mid '80s. And, and I, I 80s. wouldn't,
0: yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the film Akira. Oh. That oh did, you know Person. what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. I watched that a couple of years ago, and it's like, it's still good. Well, it's still good, but I mean, artistically, like, the animation is still unbelievable. Like, it holds up incredibly well. It still looks yeah. amazing. Um, to all the in.
2: designs of like oh, the of yeah. motorcycles and the like character everything. design, it's just, yeah, it's just like a very modern. Like, somehow, one of those things that, like, no matter how much time passes, it's still like, yeah, that looks cool. That looks like the future. Like, yeah, right. Somehow, you know, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs>
0: kind of influential. I think you still, yeah. you know, you look at your f- films that are, you know, sort of set in the future. It's like, I think it's still an influential between that yeah. and like Jordorowski and, 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 you know, that. It's like, but I mean, Blade I know Runner. you don't
1: love it. Blade Runner. It's
0: not that, I... listen, I'm.
1: You have talked about. Yeah, I understand it's not a great film, but it's certainly influential in its look and feel and an atmosphere. So that's fine. That's all we have to say about it. Okay, it's fine. We can go ahead. Yeah, yeah I mean,
2: it is a weird movie.
1: <laughs> oh, Tom, you had to bring it back.
2: Benefited uh, from being on like cable, where a bunch of people were able to watch it when they were kids before they were like, actually, this movie kind of doesn't make like. Any sense? sense. A ton of sense. And it's like, and you could just lean into, like, oh, yeah, like, this looks cool as hell. (laughs) That's That's okay.
1: We just described a lot of Japanese comics. Like, this looks cool.
2: Oh,
0: manga mania in the early 90s.
1: Uh, Was it just the early 90s? I feel like it was going on until, like, you know, 10 years ago.
0: Well, I think it, it began in the early nineties. I didn't yeah. say it was just yeah. in the early nineties.
1: Yeah, what well, I mean, you're watching Roseanne on ABC, and the 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 boyfriend is and and daughter are big manga fans,
0: mm-hmm. right? That's not the pull I would have thought of, but yeah, okay.
2: Wow, I, that, yeah, I was, I was like, "Where?" <laughs> yeah, where are we going that, with this? No, where's that Roseanne that, reference. wanted me to imagine, like was top. imagine you're watching Roseanne. No, there was a you You're sitting on your
0: your lazy boy. You just cracked one. You're sitting on your lazy boy. You just cracked a bush light. You're watching Roseanne. And smoking in the house.
1: No, I mean, I mean, uh, hear me out here. That was the first time in like popular culture that I was aware that manga and and anime was like a part of of the zeitgeist is when it shows up on Roseanne um, with uh, Galecki, who would end up going on to be in Big Bang Theory, right? Wow,
0: famous nerd.
2: I don't remember that name. thing about. Oh, he and Darlene. The- yeah. No, he I and Dar-
1: would- he and Darlene were huge manga fans. They would go. And there were several episodes where they would go to Chicago to manga and and anime conventions.
0: I, I think I might have tuned out of Roseanne at that point. Was that the Tom Arnold years? Were the was that- <laughs> yes, they were
1: the Tom Arnold.
0: Years. I think I might have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, moved on from Roseanne yeah. at that point. Yeah. But but You're watching
2: Roseanne. You're in your living room. You're tired. (laughs) Imagine there's a commercial break.
0: You just got a new (laughs) six-pack of Zimas. You guys go ahead. I'll be be over over here. you
2: You just dropped a Jolly Rancher into your Zima. You're waiting for the flavor to make.
0: A Jolly Rancher.
2: You're uh, as mode. long as
0: we are speaking about uh asian uh, art uh w- can we take a moment to uh to to note the passing uh, uh of kim jong-ji the amazing yeah. brilliant fucking unbelievable frustratingly brilliant artist that passed away at 47 years old from a heart attack he was on his way right. to new york comic con and and had a heart attack in the airport and died. but Dude. i don't I, i've never seen anything like him i don't know that the like illustration world has ever seen anything quite like him. His ability to create purely from his imagination and from, you know, he had this like library of reference in his head where he could, he could just sit without any reference and draw complete scenes of dozens and dozens of characters and things, you know, it it was unbelievable. I've never seen anyone, you know, if, when I first saw him, and I think a lot of people had the same reaction, like when I first saw videos of his, him working live, I thought it was a trick. Like I right. thought it was like some sort of like, you know, he had done some sort of trickery because it didn't seem real. Like what he was able to do, but it's really sad. I mean, it's, it's tragic. Yeah. that it, it's If, if you're on
1: Facebook, um, look up the, the Greg Titus uh, uh, kind of memorial to him. And that explains it in a way that I think a lot of artists, thought about this guy and it was kind of a, he was so good. It it, it bordered between making you inspired or making you want to quit.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, you just watched the guy and it was just like, what the fuck? How is anyone, how is someone yeah. able to do this? Like, how is it even possible that your brain works that way? And not only, yeah. not only is a fun, he's a phenomenal artist, you know, illustrator, but to be able to just do it, at will, like it, like it, like you know what I mean. Like it was, it was yeah. effortless for him. Like it just,
2: just flows forth, you know. Like, I don't know that I've understand. ever seen
0: illustration like that genius of it, a, like a, that much of a genius of an illustrator. I feel like if he would have been born fifty years ago, like he would, he would have been like a Picasso. You know what I mean? Like he would have been a, Frazetta. Yeah, right? like he's yeah. just absolutely genius. I don't know how else to explain him. He's, I mean, he's just a genius talent. But unfortunately, I, I'm, yeah, 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's way too young. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now that I brought the show down.
2: All yeah. right. Got to bring it back up. Um, uh, so I was saying that I finished watching Doom Patrol on an airplane, watched the last three episodes while flying to Los Angeles. <laughs> it was great, Finally, cut come. There's some of the best episodes. I they were in the third season that I was like, I can't believe they actually did that in like the comic book, like Mancio Mala in the brain, and like I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's that is literally those that's yeah. those characters. 12, like, 12,
1: 12 year old Tom is incredibly happy right now. Gar-
2: Gargoax the Destroyer, he's in there. He's an all right dude.
0: He's an yeah, all right yeah. dude, yeah.
2: He's I all mean, right, dude. He gets the end, he's like, I don't want to, you know, what I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> and, then, and then I
1: feel just that just way about stuff. so much that we watch now. It's just like, I can't believe that I'm sitting here watching this. Yeah.
0: I still have, I think, five episodes of the last season to watch, uh, of Doom Patrol because I got, I, yeah. I was in the same thing, like, I got to a point, where I'm like. I, it has to be the middle of the day for me to watch this. I, otherwise, I'm just, it's just not. It's a little gonna, too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's dark. Some, I mean, most of the yeah. episodes are kind of dark, and their their pacing is a little slow at times. And it's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, and and as much as I love yeah. the characters and I've loved the show, it's just like, yeah, I can't, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't do this. Oh, anymore. I can't watch it if
2: I'm tired at yeah. all. Like, I
0: it's just like, yeah. Pennyworth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Green. Uh, premiering on uh really HBO have we max. talked
1: have we talked about the end of season two
0: i never watched it so i couldn't it's
1: have. got a lot of problems
0: I, ne- I never finished season two it was so weird they've got a season three it just it's premiering on hbo max what? oh
2: no. it's on hbo max yeah oh. yeah interesting where was got, it got, on before got, was it on like TNT? Or- Epic or something yeah. like that? It was on or- Epic. Epic. It was Epic. on Epic. It was Epic. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I kind
1: of I feel like Festivus about this. You know, I've got The well, some- first
0: season was terrific.
1: The first then- season was amazing. The second season went fucking bananas off the rails. Yeah, really off the rails. Oh, oh. It's- Jerry, I've got some bones to pick.
0: Yeah, I don't know why or what happened exactly why season two just went completely bonkers it it started to really not make any sense and it got really campy and and it just really i mean the first season yeah. was like a great british uh espionage, show. It was espionage. Like, yeah i mean he he was, he was basically playing um what's his name uh, he was playing michael kane as yeah. james bond he was playing a young michael kane yeah. you know and, and it was awesome he was terrific um, and then the second season it like turned into this like fucking I don't know what it was. It was like a it's circuit. It got weird. It's a, it's, it's a alternate weird.
1: earth weirdness.
0: Yeah, and why I have yeah. no idea why they decided to go that route. So yeah. man, hopefully season 3 kind of brings it back. I'm <laughs> hoping that it would, would bring not hopeful.
1: It back.
0: I don't know. Well, not hopeful. I watch hopeful. It did get Walking canceled, so maybe that woke some writers up. Maybe some writers got fired. But it got
1: canceled and yeah. they brought it back.
0: Well, it got canceled from Epics, I think. And then I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. three episodes now on HBO Max. Really? Right. Okay. There you go. Uh,
2: I'm not seeing a right. single episode of Pennyworth. The first season, the first season is really, will, Chris. really good.
1: First season is really good, man.
2: I just don't foresee the time where I'm gonna be like caught up on other shows and be like, "All right, Tom, we have, we have, we have have, Star Trek: The Next Generation." We have have four seasons.
1: We have three. We have three minutes and fifteen seconds left on this episode. I want to know your quick, your hot
2: take on Rings of Power.
0: Rings of Power.
2: I don't know. I haven't watched this. It looks. I don't know. It looks boring. <laughs> I <watch> it. <laughs> it's, delight. it's delightful. It's delightful. I'm sure it's it delightful. Is. It's,
1: deli- yeah, it's, delightful. it's delightful. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Delightful. Sal, it's delightful, and you know it. It's delightful. You love the what? last episode.
2: I.
0: I don't know that I, I watched trust, the last episode. So watch I trust
2: it. it's, Sal. It. it's the most I action, Sal. action. I trust the, Sal. the last one's pretty good. I'm
1: it, it, like, it's it's right. good. Last one's good. Watch it. Watch it. Are we going to talk about
0: it? You've watched three fucking seasons of that goddamn train television show that nobody likes. So your opinion on what so is good or not when it comes to TV is it, not necessarily... You will like it. You know, we can't necessarily take it at face
2: value. <laughs> I mean, I can't... What's really funny is I feel like there's a real... Hope you're like... Great. I'll be on like TikTok, and someone will be like posting their fan theory about like something from like uh, that Rings show. What is it? The
0: Rings of Power. Rings of, powers, rings of Power, right? And, and like,
2: uh, and they'll post a theory, and it just I'm like, you could make up things and just be. It's like the same to me. It's like Galenord forged a <laughs> forged a sword on a certain day, cause it's just like. Oh, it's just, like you got to be really like, fucking
0: what? desperate to be making up. Like, come on, TikTok man! It's really batting?
1: pretty. It's really pretty. There's I saw a video.
0: I saw a video today that was disturbing, and it, I don't know why I'm thinking of it now, based on um, on that comment. But it was about a. It was like a a, a I don't know twenty something, maybe thirty year old man, and he was standing behind a barricade with a fake WWE belt on his shoulder, waiting for the Rock. And The Rock came out of whatever amazing thing he was doing, and The Rock, you know, came up to the guy, and this man, this grown man, was visibly shaking, about ready to cry, because The Rock was going to sign his WWE belt, and I'm like, that's not healthy. That's not a healthy. And then The Rock got really close. close
1: and said, "No, I'm not going to sign it." No, no, threw there, the, the pen down and walked away.
0: As we yeah. talked about movie. before, nobody promotes better than The Rock. Nobody is better yeah. to his fans than uh, The Rock. The like, Rock, the Rock yeah, is awesome, the and, and The Rock is extremely likable. And and I, I I don't blame anyone for being a fan of The Rocks, but but I don't know that anyone should be that big of a fan of anything. Any, like I don't, yeah. you know what I mean. Hey, I, I do, I do
1: like, have a, re- a, a wrestling Ryan, yeah. a wrestling digression here that you bring it up. Marta showed me this. Um, look up... So she puts you in like a figure four No, <laughs> Oh, that nah, she could. Swap uh, crab! No, uh, like John Cena has... John Cena is apparently now registered in the Guinness Book of World Records for granting the most make-a-wish foundation oh, yeah, yeah. request.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't oh, talk yeah. about it or anything either,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, how amazing is that? And I'm not a big I wrestling s- fan, but wow!
2: Yes. I saw Ric Flair on a plane once. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he whip his Did he whip his dick out at the stewardesses? I think I, I think I told I think maybe I told this story before, but he's he's much he was shorter than I thought he'd be. <laughs> that,
0: that I was, was like,
2: good. but I could see him walking down the. Did he uh, walk like? like did he walk like that? Yeah. In <laughs> the that. bathroom, he had, a various, he had a specific strut to the way he was <laughs> walking. I Woo! I but it's like weird. one of those things where, like, some you know, when you see famous people, it's weird because they're usually like, if you see like someone who's on a TV show, you're like, oh, this person's small but with like a giant head, <laughs> and like, you're like, oh, it looks weird to see you not inside a box. But when you see like Ric Flair, it's like no, that's Ric Flair. I could tell (laughs) Ric Flair from like five hundred feet away.
0: Have Have you watched the thirty for thirty on Ric Flair?
2: Oh no, there's a a thirty. There's a a thirty for
0: thirty. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's good, and he's he's you know in it, and he's very candid, and and he's hilarious, and because he's just like (laughs) they kind of do it like they like. Uh, Jordan and The Last Dance were like um, they'll show some thing and then they go to him and today. And, and, it, and it was like you know his third wife left him because she you know he, he couldn't and they go to him and he's like yeah I was gonna have fun what am, you know what am I gonna he makes no fucking excuses yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did incredible
1: amounts of cocaine we were having an awesome time
0: he had no yeah. like he had no excuses didn't even pretend. It was just like, yep, yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. guilty, guilty as charged, Your Honor. <laughs> yep. That was it. Do you, was
1: do you watch Dark Side of the Ring? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It gets into all and there's an amazing um uh uh Randy Macho Man Savage documentary out there.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Which is I've so- seen that. It's really good. It's really good.
0: Wrestlers are fascinating characters, for sure. I mean, they're just, yeah. you know, they, they are interesting. They're sort of athletes, but they're, you know, they're sort of they're movie entertainers. stars. Man. They're entertainers. They're, I mean, you have to be kind of crazy to get into that field. And, and, and I, to be, like, one of the biggest in the world, you know, you, you, I, I'd imagine you have to be really just kind of, maybe not so much anymore because it seems like that industry is changing a bit. But at yeah. that time, like when Rick yeah. Flair was, you know,
1: styling, oh, they, were, they were coming island. up through the regional, yeah, yeah, some so guy might try St. and Earth. fight
2: you. Some guy might try and fight you at a bar, and you gotta like, you're gonna have to beat the shit beat out of the him. <laughs> <laughs> just because that's Rick Flair, yeah. that's what Rick Flair would do. So you have to, you can't be like, <laughs> hey, it's just a character I play. Oh,
0: but that no, would you're what he's gonna playing.
2: have to like. You have to like beat him up, you know, like, yeah. People couldn't see you wearing the same. Clothes. Well, that was, that like, was Rip the Tucker kind of,
1: that was change the famous out
2: of, out of his suit. You that know? was
1: the Andy Kaufman thing, right? Which
2: thing?
1: The, who was the wrestler that Jerry, the just, King Waller. That was
2: Who's, Jerry, the King Waller. Yeah.
1: That was Jerry Lawler. Just beat no, the fuck out of Andy Kaufman.
0: No, but that was, well, a, that was a scam. That was a bit. That all, was a bit. That was all a bit. Oh, that was a bit. Okay. Yeah, the whole thing was a- yeah,
2: yeah. it's a wrestling, it's a joke of wrestling, wrestling, man. It was all about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was that was what Ric Flair said in the documentary. It's like, "God damn you yeah. wrestling, you got me again." <laughs> they go to his ex-wife and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I just couldn't deal any longer with all of his cheating." And then they go back to him and he's like, "Well, I wasn't going to sleep alone." <laughs> you know, yeah. he's just like Okay, hey, Rick. It was Ric Flair. He's Rick fucking Flair. Yeah. yeah uh yes wrestlers are interesting uh interesting characters they're they're kind of like superheroes why the why the weird
1: overlap with comic book fans there i mean those
0: it's big muscly guys in costumes what i mean yeah, right? what, what, what yeah. there's not you know i mean yeah doing yeah. heroic sort of like things yeah. that the, are the you know. the villain the, yeah. the hero it's the, very black yeah. and white it's you know you, you have good guys ben about guys.
2: it you can complain about it and think that you could do it better. Yeah. You- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. If I wrote Batman, if I wrote Batman, it would, this would happen. Yeah, we'd never okay. like, Yeah.
0: I mean there's a connection between like we were all growing up kids, like, you know, why did we read comics? Well, we probably you know didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> and so we read comic books. And yeah. you know, that was just Watch wrestling. Yeah, watch wrestling, and you know, I don't know. There's, yeah, there's, why yeah. we, you know, we. I think a lot of comic book fans probably, you're, you know, you're looking at these muscle bound heroes beating the crap out of bullies. Well, what's not, you know, what I mean? Like the, what's not attractive to someone that maybe gets picked on or maybe gets made fun of, you know, for things that you know when you're when you're ten years old or something, yeah. eleven years old. So yeah. seeing
2: people receive their comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although wrestling, I always what I always loved about wrestling was like the play of you know the bad guys like did a great job of making you hate them like the great ones like Ric Flair. Ric Flair, you know, like Rick. Rick, A lot of wrestlers consider Ric Flair the greatest wrestler of all time because he always made the other guy look good. Like he was the Uh, he was he was who you hated. He was he was the heel, and he always let the other guy get over, and he always made the good guy, the baby face, look good. And that's why, and and that's like an ego thing that he kind of was able to, even though he projected the biggest ego in the world, in his profession, he didn't work with an ego, and he he did what was best for the entertainment. You know what I mean? And
1: He knew where where his bread was buttered
2: that was being a heel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, it's an
2: interesting... I know we've talked about this before, but um, Rick Rude, you know, calling all the fans in the audience a bunch of sweaty, you know, like, <laughs> Hillbillies. Just laugh. And... Yeah, 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 just like sit down so you can see what a real man looks <laughs> like. It's just funny to imagine, just like, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to just, like, make all these people just hate me. Throw just,
0: fucking garbage just... <laughs> at me. <laughs> When it takes it. a certain kind of person like to 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 want like I think most people and especially if you're you know if you're in in, in any type of like entertainment you, you probably have a certain amount of insecurity which drives you towards mm-hmm. like wanting oh, to be yeah. loved, wanting acceptance, wanting approval. But then you have these people that are like, No, I want them to fucking wow. hate me. <laughs> like, what kind of a psycho are you? Like, no, I want him, I want him I I to be more I fun. Want-
2: yeah, I, I, I yeah. this would be really fun to just be like, oh, I, I can get all these people to like boo me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'll get up there, you know, I'll tell, you know.
0: I've often considered yeah. being the, the heel of the comic book podcasting world and just oh, turning, yeah. turning into yeah, that because I could easily oh. turn into that guy. I could see that for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be fun, but I just don't have the time to like, Fight with yeah people all day. If I was in my twenties, I would certainly you don't you don't you don't yeah. have you don't have
1: the the will to go that far in for yeah no I understand. no. I it's I like,
0: but it's funny. The good thing is nobody pays attention to me, so I can say whatever I want. And nobody I no pay one, no one cares. cares. No one cares. So that's good I. want
2: oh, all you podcast listeners. <laughs> I've done this before I think I have done this oh you loser nerds that (laughs) listen to this podcast are we going to start selling supplements you losers a bunch of losers (laughs) snap into a Slim gym, Chris a bunch of losers listening to this, uh, wa- especially if you're watching us. That's even, that's even yeah, worse. You term- bunch of losers virgin. on
0: YouTube watching <inaudible> us. Don't you have anything better to Joe do? Joe Kalusick <inaudible> <inaudible> is ready
1: to sign up for whatever <inaudible> muscle-building <inaudible> proteins we're going to sell.
2: You bunch Come on, of Joe know you virgins. Yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube... Sorry, you're a virgin again. That's, that's just how it goes. Those are, those are the rules. Those are <laughs> <those, those laughs> the rules, guys. All right? Sorry, nerd. That's just yeah, what it is. Mom and dad probably put the... the no, the no, Joe, Joe. It's not... Channel. No,
1: Joe, it's not called uh, testosterone. It's called Tomtosterone. It's not,
0: just uh, yeah. go, just go wipe your eyes yeah. with some fucking Bronze Age comics. I know yeah. you got them <laughs> under your
2: bed. Along,
0: <laughs> individually along, right next
2: to your stuffed animal and your blankie. Now, all you listeners out there who figured out how to turn the parent locks off on your pad, podcast apps, so you could download one with explicit language. <laughs> See, I, I need Tom. Tom should be a,
0: a, a bad guy wrestler writer. That's, the, you know, like, <laughs> you, you just won't write won't my dialogue, it. Tom, and, and I'll turn into, you know, just the heel of the podcasting <laughs> world.
2: I want you to go to your mom's wallet and uh, pull out a crisp 20. <laughs> Who
0: What's did that? that? Yeah. Didn't somebody do that? Was that Chris oh, I think I did have I think somebody money. did that.
2: Yeah.
1: Nice. All right, uh, everyone. Thank you for listening
0: or Fogging watching. up
2: your CGC-graded comics because you're so excited to see me. You're breathing heavy on the... <laughs> Just come in, oh, just,
0: just really Rick Flair, and just bring like, like super expensive comics and art. And just be it. like, you oh, wish yeah, you man. could own this, yes. you loser, but you're not a real man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I know oh, this yeah. show
1: brings immense joy to everyone. If uh, if you would like to uh, to compensate us for that, you can <laughs> do so by going to uh, Patreon.com. Where slash now. around comics, limp dicks. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, like five dollars a month that helps us keep the lights on uh we have wonderful patrons out there and uh, and we appreciate you uh we'll be coming out with some stuff i got uh tom we we gotta talk i got a I got a music show i'm working on with, another, with another friend it's gonna yeah, be. when
0: are you guys doing the sex stars that you've been talking well you about gotta show man, me man? how to record on this stream yard shit you log in you hit record it's we'll really walk through easy. it because because Tom
1: and I have to talk about sectars. Sectars. Um, I got I got a I got a I got a, a vinyl show I'm working
0: on. Of course you do, you fucking nerd. I'm
1: a, you and I'm your a fucking I'm
0: vinyl a, I'm collection a hipster nerd.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. so fun stuff coming out
2: you um, show up with that $45 record. You paid $20 for when it was a CD and you're going to, they're going to suck you into getting a CD again in 10 years. <laughs> just,
0: I just spent, I'm why
1: don't you way go home and wipe all
2: your LPs clean.
0: <laughs> de dust yeah. them. You little fucking weasel.
1: <laughs> uh, Sal, we have a new podcast coming out in the next, uh, week or two i think if we ever get together record it yes I'm right hey man it's the end of it's the end of summer it's the beginning of school it's curling we started making ice this cool. week i was in madison wisconsin curling all weekend tom that is all i'm hearing is city, fucking by the way.
0: excuses this madison is all is- you losers <laughs> do is make excuses oh talk about our talk about the new the new show the new show it's is weeks. Film Force 5. It's a movie podcast. It has nothing to do with comic books. It's basically we're going to fight and argue about what the top five movies are in any type of genre or category or director or whatever it may be. We're going to do some fun stuff with it. We're going to kind of gamify it a little bit and, and and do a little different than than what other shows do. It's a, a top five game show. It's a top five game show. You can be a part of it. You can. We want your input on the things. So uh, follow Film Force 5 uh on twitter and instagram and facebook there's a film force 5 uh, website filmforce5.com uh you can go to and it's either with the the letter or the number five or spelled out f-i-v-e either one works um but i think it's on twitter it's filmforce5 and on instagram it's filmforce5pod i believe so yeah follow those and hopefully we'll have some episodes pretty soon it should be fun and you know it, it it, it'll be talking about a lot of movies and. Uh, and uh,
1: as as a preview, uh, I watched uh, uh, Death Race two thousand, and you're fucking uh, wrong. It is not better than Rollerball. In any way, that movie is terrible.
0: It's it's twice it the awful. movie. It's twice it is, the dystopian movie.
1: It is, it is not. Rollerball is
0: awful. barely a fucking dystopian film. What's the dyst- what's dystopian oh, 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 There's like nothing. It's a sports movie. It's a bad sports movie. It's
1: not a sports movie. Rollerball We're isn't
0: gonna, even dystopian. You, oh God. I, I'm going to. It should be kicked off the list because it's not even dystopian. Wow, it's about, what a start.
2: Yeah. This
0: is what you have to look forward to. Me you get One you.
1: episode of this shit and then I'm done.
0: Plan.
2: I got Tom waiting in the top wings. Five, top five sex stars <laughs> characters. <laughs> This is only movies. This is all we're just doing. Oh yeah. Oh surely they mean. Oh I'm
1: gonna be so passionate about this one. I'm gonna have to control myself because you're gonna be pushing buttons.
2: All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want to be part of. If this is just going to be you guys yelling at each other, it's. it's I'm gonna. It's going to be a lot of. There's that, more, right? There's going to be, be more
0: more to it than that. So so that was a concern. We didn't want it to just. So there's just going to be a lot of arguing.
2: Well, there will be actually. some
0: arguing for sure. There will be some some arguing, but there's going to be more to it than that. There's going to be some. uh uh, like I said, there's going to be a bit of a game to it to some degree, so um, that that'll be a, a part of every episode. And then, yeah, we are ultimately going to try and 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 whittle down our films to the top five. But really, the point of the whole show is just like entertaining talk about movies. And I'm sure there'll be some arguing, but uh, hopefully, it'll be. More it's fun. all in good,
2: good spirited yeah. fun. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. it's fine. It's fine. If we all hate each other, don't it's
0: be not so because... fucking sensitive, Tom. You fucking nerd.
2: <laughs> Listen, I spend all day. I get I'm getting screamed at by a six year old. I'm getting yelled at by a nine year old. <laughs> I don't I, I don't need the shit. let uh, to go to I, sleep. I, a bunch I of guys yelling at each other. As long as you guys yell at each other, I, it's fine. Tom, was, Tom, Sal and I have been
1: yelling at each other for
2: 16 yeah, years now. Tom,
0: you and I will have civilized discussions and debate. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris will just roll in. <laughs> Chris, on the other hand, will have outrageous hyperbolic just, statements that I will have no recourse but to argue and shut down immediately. I'm about the heart, man. Mm-hmm. I'm about the heart.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all ways. You're all it's fucking heart, heart.
0: your real heart, Neesman. All gas,
1: this is no brakes. it this all comes from here, man.
0: <laughs> Rollerball is top 10 so at
1: good. Best. at best. Top oh, five. top 10 70s dystopian.
0: At best. It does not make the top 5. <sighs> Neither does Death Race 2000, but Death Race best. 2000
1: is really bad.
0: No, Death um, Race 2000 is is really good. Oh, it's fantastic! It's a comedy. It's, it's bad. supposed it's bad to be bad, bad.
1: bad. It's a bad comedy. No, it's, it's terrific. Bad. It's a terrific movie.
0: Oh, oh, and
1: much oh, more dystopian. Okay. I see what you're saying. I th- you think that that Rollerball takes itself way too seriously?
0: Which yeah, I can see. yeah, I can. And I, not I, I, good. It's it's bad, and it but trying to be good. Death Race Two Thousand isn't trying to be good. Oh, I will We're go back. We're mostly going to talk I'll, about not, the rules
2: of Rollerball. The, the game just like uh itself trying trying to really dissect well like, okay wait a second now the I'll first episode, the bonus again.
0: episode is going to be sort of like a a bill james analytics discussion about uh, World World we're gonna World go Ball break strategy. down what
1: was jonathan jonathan the best player really was he <laughs>
0: analytically this is our quidditch this we, is our we quest- came we did we we crunch the numbers. Oh, roll, yeah. the numbers bowl the... is
1: the Quidditch of comic nerds of older comic yeah. nerds. It really is. All right, uh, everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, check us out on all the socials and that bullshit. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, seriously, check us out on Patreon. We uh, we especially appreciate that. Uh, we will be back next Thursday, uh, same uh. Bat time, same back channel. Uh. In the meantime. Uh, yeah. Fuck off, uh, nerds. In
0: between oh, times. We'll be everywhere. And... In, <laughs> and around your mama.
2: Yeah. in And definitely <laughs> in your mama. <mom. laughs> <Everywhere>. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> this
1: is not the NPR <laughs> pledge drive I had envisioned. <laughs> in and around and, your mom. It,
2: it.
1: <laughs> oh, God, just end it. Stop. God, just end it. Everywhere